hello there. Uh, this is this is Ellie Harrison. Um, I'm on my own today, actually. Um, I'd like to say I was in the flat, but Oliver, before he disappeared off, managed to break the wireless router, so I've had to run down to the studio to broadcast this. Um, but I am on my own, and it's quite fitting because the theme for today's show is isolation. And we pre-recorded it on Monday night uh, when Oliver was still around. So um, I'm just going to switch over to the recording. I hope you enjoy it. The Elliot Oliver Show. That's what you are listening to now. Okay. So Ellie Lake, I'm really glad that we have this special opportunity today um, to make this pre-recording because I know that maybe now it's Friday, you might be a bit sad just in the flat. Uh, I'll probably be really busy just kind of running around Liverpool because I have a show at the Royal Standard which opens on the 3rd of February. Ah, So... uh, if anyone's listening in Liverpool, then please do feel free to come down to that. That's Friday the 3rd of February, 6 or 9pm opening party. Um, but yeah, I was thinking for you, Ellie, actually, this week has been a real roller coaster of contact and non-contact. Because I was thinking how, especially this weekend, uh, we're recording this on Monday night, but for the weekend I was thinking just gone by, you were... Uh, had quite a lot of contact and I thought I really saw a different side of you because you had a friend to stay from your old life before you knew me. It was quite strange for me to come in and, like one night I came in and saw you and him under a duvet together <laughs> and that sounds awful but like actually it was much more like two little boys on a sofa just <laughs> hanging out watching football. They were actually watching football. Um yeah, and then now you've gone from all of that, and I was thinking, like, both me and John, who was the guy who stayed, you had both of us on this week, last weekend. No. God, everything sounds like a double meaning. <laughs> um, and now by the time that people are listening to this, it'll just be you back on your own? I'll be back on my own in the flat, because on Friday, the reason why we're pre-recording this is because Oliver's on his way down to Liverpool. I'll be there. On, he'll be there on Friday. So it's difficult to know whether we're talking about this in the future or we're talking about this <laughs> in the past. It's a bit of a strange time warp. But it's going to be the first of a few, I guess, pre-recorded shows that we're going to have to do over the course of the year. Although next week, I do want to promo, in honour of the show at Royal Standard, we will be doing a live from Liverpool edition of the Ellie and Oliver show where we will be reunited and recording live from the Royal Standard. Wow, now that is going to be really exciting. So do tune in to that on the 3rd of February. So the, w- the theme that I chose, because this is my week's theme, and I decided to choose the theme isolation, not wanting to stick with the having to do two I themes in a row, having just done two R themes in a row. But I like the idea of also having a singular noun as our theme to really hit time on that idea of um, being (laughs) single (laughs) or being alone. Um, But So the theme of isolation, why did I choose that, Oliver? I guess I chose that because it's something that I think about quite a lot. And I think it links to the idea of radio and broadcasting because broadcasting from the flat is a way of sort of transmitting out of this 
self-contained environment where we both live in Scotland, mm. in Glasgow, and broadcasting <laughs> out potentially to an audience all over the world. Well, we know for sure we've definitely had at least two listeners from New York. And it actually seemed like from our Twitter feed, we were like getting quite a little uh, selection of New Yorkers. <laughs> don't know if anyone's really listening from New York, but if they are, we super appreciate it. <laughs> um, but listen, I don't want to stray too far off isolation because I know like, it's. I mean, I guess it's something that both of us think about. And uh, like I'm saying that, you know, this week you'll be kind of, s- I was going to say sad <laughs> and alone. <laughs> But, you know, you'll be without me on Friday. And for the last couple of weeks, I've definitely been kind of spending a lot of time on my own making things. But, you know, I wanted to say, like, this show, I don't want it to be, like, super maudlin. And actually, like, a bit later on, I might present some kind of coping strategies for what you could do to cheer yourself up when you're alone. Well, thanks, Oliver, because you do sound rather serious, but I know that you are obviously very serious, but you do sound very <laughs> sincere in talking about isolation, because I think you've got to um, take it all with a bit of a pinch of salt. Because to prepare for this um, theme, as I was saying earlier, I listened to an interview with Esther Anson on the radio, <laughs> which I haven't yet told you how exciting it was, but... Apparently, Esther Anson is notorious for breaking taboos and speaking about the unspoken. Esther Anson? Yeah, God, who would have, have known? Thought, you wouldn't have thought so. So God knows what she's been talking about in the past. But she wrote um, uh, an article earlier, well, last year, earlier last year, about how lonely she felt now that... I think she's... I don't know whether she's divorced or her husband died or something, but she lives on her own in a flat and all of her children are grown up. So she talked about this idea um, of being out all day and being really busy, but then coming home in the evening and not having anybody to share that with and that that made her feel really lonely. I think that is really sad, actually. I think that that's why I probably... You know, I've been working so much that I've had to stay at the studio till like 11. But when I think about not staying to the studio at 11, I think like, what would I do? But actually, I think you can camp it up a little bit yourself. And I do, you know, I do find ways to fill my time. I don't want you to think that I'd be like a kind of lonely soldier. I mean, I do do a lot of, if I haven't got anything better to do and not all my friends are busy, I do just walk around the streets for like a good hour and a half. I can walk around the streets quite happily. And just look at other lonely people. <laughs> but apparently, if you want some data on the subject of loneliness, because, I mean, we're talking about isolation, which is a bit different from loneliness, and we need to sort of make that clear. And there's okay. also the idea of being lonely, and there's the idea of being alone, and they are very different things, mm. because we can learn to be happy being alone, and I quite, you yeah. know, I'd say 90% of the time that I spend on my own, I am actually really happy, yeah, and I prefer yeah, yeah. it from being with other people. Mm-hmm. But it's just that other 10% of the time when you wish that maybe there was somebody there he could go and have a cup of tea with or have a chat with. or I think that that's when it actually, though, when it really gets blown out of proportion because maybe for that 1% of time or whatever, that it might suddenly strike you and you really need it at that particular time. I think that that can really snowball because if it's not instantly quenched, that need yeah. for people, and you know that it's not going to be satisfied for a while, I think it can really then begin to eat away you really quickly to the point where you do just feel like very very isolated from everyone really 
I know. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary, but... but Not I to be dramatic about it, but, you know, I was trying to think about, like, when does that come? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm isolating your conversation a bit. Please no, talk. but you just don't know, do you? You don't know when it's going to happen. <laughs> but, um, no, so this this uh, data, to back up the, the theme of uh, loneliness, is apparently there was a big survey that was done last year, and... Um, uh, and I haven't actually got the data in front of me, oh. but it was something like most people <laughs> think think of themselves as being lonely. <laughs> That's really specific data mm-hmm. there. But also that there's been a massive increase in people living on their own as well. Now one in every three people in the UK actually lives on their own. That's quite wild. You don't think people can really afford to do that. I, I thought know. everyone was cohabiting. I know. Well, apparently more and more will be cohabiting when the um, Tories well, get maybe the benefit cuts. But it is more maybe environmentally friendly for people. To, to live with um, somebody else. Yeah. But, and also there was, there was this weird stuff and about how actually being lonely can be as bad for your health as smoking. I don't know where <laughs> they get this. No, I, I think that that's from. probably very true. I imagine the heart strain. <laughs> Do you not think? I, I know that sounds like absolute madness, but I can imagine. And also, if you live alone, I'm sure you're much more likely for something bad to happen to you and for no one to know for a while. You always hear about those women getting their faces chewed off by cats. Someone was asking me today <laughs> if you had a cat, actually. <laughs> Just, oh, but really only just. because I mentioned that you're a vegan, and so she thought that you must be an animal lover as well. No, I said you weren't really that fussed about them. Not that fussed about them. It's just a mess, isn't it? It's all <laughs> the hair that comes up. Well, actually, I don't mind a little dog though. But I do think a dog is like a demonstration of how isolated you feel from other people in a way. It can be because you have that little dog that can't get away from you, whether you know whether it's <laughs> got a choice or not. But you do have also quite a codependent relationship because you can't leave that dog on its own for too long because people judge you and it does go crazy apparently it's cruel i don't think we could have a dog in a small flat no. like this it would be a bit outrageous so i'm saving a dog for when i've got a family actually <laughs> when you've got a family that yeah. isn't just me <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i was thinking about i guess back to the theme of isolation and how that linked in with the the digital world and interesting in, and and you know how how this kind of idea of loneliness has maybe evolved in contemporary society, as this survey that was done last year aimed to prove. Um, and I was thinking about the text that I've just written for your show, Oliver. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Oliver's show is called My Five New Friends, and it opens at the Royal Standard <laughs> on the third of February. <laughs> But I've written a text because um, the show is kind of inspired by some five young men, individuals who Oliver happened to take a fancy to on Facebook. So the essay is kind of looking at um, social networking, specifically Facebook, and how it can almost create this illusion of having a big network of friends and a big network of connections. But at the same time, it's actually isolating you more because to engage with that network of friends, you actually have to be sat most of the time on your own in front of your laptop. So it's this kind of like simultaneous um, making you feel like you're close to people, but then... But to be honest, I don't ever feel like when I'm on Facebook, I feel like I'm close to people. I feel actually intruded upon when someone messages me on Facebook chat. 
I really don't like Facebook chat at all. Like if I'm on Facebook, I want to be isolated from everyone. I just want to look at people's lives. But I certainly don't want to be interfered with by someone popping up. I even Skype, I find a little bit stressful. <laughs> like, yeah, when I first got Skype, I went absolutely wild on it and thought it was amazing to be connected all the time. Well, that's why... But now I... I'm sorry if I, if people do Skype me regularly, but sometimes I do swear at people. If they just say, once you've thought you've finished a conversation and then they send a little smiley face or a thank you, I, I do get angry. This is why I Not think... Not always. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is why I think computers are evil. And this is why <laughs> when I've been working at the studio all day... I like to leave my computer at the studio so I can spend an evening without the computer. <laughs> and even if that's just like uh, reading a book or like cooking or listening to the radio or going out, that awfully doesn't happen very <laughs> often. But then it's just something that's different from sitting in front of that screen. But I always think about all the time like when I'm cooking or if I'm reading a book or anything like that. I think I'm at the stage now where I almost think it's like... I'm doing something to kill time before I go back on the computer. I think that's how much time I must spend in front that's of the computer. Crazy, Oliver. But um, anyway, I was thinking maybe time for a song. The song that I wanted to play uh, was called Loneliness in the Digital World, which is just seemed to be um, the perfect title for this theme. But I'm not going to play it because it's also by angsty team and we played their song in the was it the first no it's I the, second episode. the second episode yes i think it would be a little bit over the top to play two of their tracks but i like the idea of the loneliness in digital world <laughs> and then i was thinking what else could i play that'd be really maudlin and then of course we're in scotland uh home of arab strap so i thought i'd play a uh, great song which doesn't have that much to do with isolation but it does have a good beat and it's called glasgow jubilee and it's by bill wells and aidan moffat here we go Ah. could all be dead tomorrow, says the whore to the hero. And for handsome squaddies like yourself, my fee's reduced to zero. I can be your pin-up girl, your bargain playboy bunny. So they do it by the river, then she asks, where's my fucking money? The soldier soon goes clubbing, pulls a tidy bit of skirt. And he pumps her in the car park, but no sooner has he sparked. Then he says, I'm going back inside, the night's still young for me. The girl says, go and get your wife, and by the way, my name's Marie. Marie's at work the next day, and her boss is being sleazy. She's always known he spies on her, and he's always known she's easy. So she lets him fuck her during lunch, surrenders to his will. Then he fucks off to the pub, and she starts fiddling the till. The boss meets a married woman, sneaks her up into his flat 
As she lets him take her dress off, she says, aren't we here to chat? But the boss can't get it up, he claims his passion is too stressful But soon he gets a second wind and this time he's successful That night in bed the married woman gets a big surprise As her rarely frisky husband grunts and thrusts between her thighs He says her sanctity is sacred, forget all those women prior They were nothing more than whores and I could never love a liar Next night he pulls a sweet young thing and fills her full of drink He says, I bet you've had a boy or two She says, less than you may think Resistance turns to resignation As a naked pair declines, she says Tell the truth, did you put something funny in my wine? The next day in my dark room I sing that sweet young thing a song She says, you better fuck me quick Because I won't be staying long and your lyrics are the ramblings of a lonely soul obsessed I said I'm playing Sunday night, shall I put you on the list? But she was nowhere to be seen when I gave the audience a scan So I prowled around the venue searching for a willing fan I grabbed a little groupie with Doc Martens and blue hair I even offered her my number but she clearly couldn't care She said you're just a passing fancy Just a randy little laddie And I save up all the good stuff for my darling sugar daddy I'm meeting him tomorrow And I plan to suck him dry Then she pulled back up her knickers And she kissed my cock goodbye One day soon the sugar daddy wakes up with a whore Hungover and ashamed, he'll try to creep out through the door But the prostitute awakens to find his eyes so full of sorrow And says don't let it get you down, we could all be dead tomorrow listened to that song which <laughs> I just love the beat on that song and it's really filthy lyrics I hope you weren't quite right. I think it was kind of a complicated <laughs> beat actually like I was just trying to dance around to it can I just say like uh, in this half of the show really quick but I'm definitely going to try and be a bit more upbeat because uh, I know that my seriousness is beginning to become a bit like uh, some kind of mausoleum I don't know <laughs> if that's the right word but yeah maybe I don't like it that much <laughs> and you've also not got to go so close to your bloody microphone because you're stealing all my thunder all of but it but I tell you loud. right I tell you this is like a beef that me and Ellie have been having for a while now because I got a report back you're from so my close. friend Mark and he said that you can never really hear Ellie but you can hear me because I know when to go in and out of the microphone Microphone, a bit more professional. It's no, Mark. you're too close <laughs> to your <laughs> microphone. Okay, right, I'm a bit further away. That was Mark from Pigeon Perfect. Shout out to Pigeon Perfect at Iron Brat Studios. All right, calm down, calm down. <laughs> so all of the shouting out is a tactic for um, uh, escaping from our isolation, isn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, but I'd say I shout those people out because those people keep me free from isolation every day. You know, they always walk by making cups of tea, come and chat to me. But yeah, were well, you saying that we need to like distinguish isolation from loneliness? But because we're running quite short, we're going to do that really quickly. <laughs> I guess probably the crux of the argument, but let's just bash through it. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. Really oh, I don't know. I thought maybe you had some real, some kind of real insight. I think that, uh, what is the difference? I don't know. I'm well, I think isolation, the way I see isolation is, because I can't, I've probably already said this, but I can't distinguish 
isolation or how I feel in my life from not being in Glasgow because I think I made this decision at some point to move here and to remove myself from my my life that I had in Nottingham, my family that are all down in London and all of this other stuff to move to this <laughs> exotic I did think it was the most exciting thing that I'd ever done in my life when I moved to Glasgow and if you're listening to the lyrics of that song then you'd be quite right <laughs> to think that but so I can't really distinguish isolation from this city and this flat although so uh, but for me this radio show is an amazing tactic for breaking through that isolation because this is our Reaching out to but the But I world. actually sort of think that isolation is... Because when you were talking about it just then, I was thinking, well, there's lots of positive ways for us to think about what you did in terms of isolating yourself. I think loneliness is like the negative side of isolation. And I think what's important, I think isolation is, you know, we always talk about like yin-yang on this show. Yeah. If you imagine isolation as a big yin-yang <laughs> and maybe one side is loneliness and the other side is like productivity, um, kind of getting to know yourself better, understanding yeah. your own feelings, things like that. Um, wow. and, and really developing enthusiasm for things. Because I think when I'm sort of isolated, like at the minute I have been in the studio, I begin to get really obsessive about things. But often, I, you know, like, I don't know if people have been listening, I'm quite obsessed with Lauren Hill for the last couple of weeks. But I've learned a lot about Lauren Hill. And like, maybe that knowledge is useless, but it might come into... To, to use at some point I mean it's like solitary confinement isn't it it's like you c- kind of imagine like it would be horrible to go to prison but if you went to prison and you had lots of books then it wouldn't be so bad because yeah, you'd you kind of lose yourself <laughs> you'd be a fantastic artist in well, prison do you know Ellie it's really interesting that you just used the word lose or the term lose myself because two weeks ago on this show we actually played a song by Lauren Hill called lose okay, myself and that was just before she kind of flipped over into something a bit more like I think she got too isolated and I think when like I've been listening a lot to Fuji's this week and when I hear that first album she just sounds so positive and like they're just all friends and it did make me think um, about this show really and about how if you slip into the loneliness side of isolation and you begin to become too introverted through that yeah. Kind of the, the potentially negative Well, that's why that. Esther Anson, who's my Lauren Hill, she was <laughs> talking about um, loneliness in terms of, well, being the last taboo, in that you wouldn't want to admit to being lonely because everybody just thinks you're a whinger and thinks, well, why can't you just get on with your life? Get a hobby. And sort yourself out. So, yeah, I think hobbies... Get a focus. ...are very, very important to being able to deal with isolation. So isolation doesn't turn into loneliness. Well, so it's, it's isolation can go either way, right? It can, like, be something that kills something or it can really feed something on. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it can really provide... Because I'm sure loads of lonely people or, like, no, not lonely people, but people confined to themselves for a while probably came up with some great things. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it's all right. I mean, we we are very self-reflective people, aren't we, Oliver? And I think this is a, this is maybe one of the downsides of um, uh, be like being on your own a lot of the time is that you spend a lot of time thinking about yourself. But you can, but s- and then yeah, maybe you can slip either way. But it, it's useful for um, developing useful ways for coping with your life and and getting on with things and making the best of. I think sometimes that only comes from, yeah, like, seriously, like, isolated consideration. I think, like, if you're full of people all the time, or, you know, like, when you... (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, not like a slag, but, like, (laughs) if you... uh, 
<laughs> I know people that I went to school with and I think they just went straight from school into like relationships and like family and then you know they never lose that kind of surrounding caring group of people I think that they don't have enough time to think about their own decisions think about themselves but I am a big fan of close relationships and like you know I, I don't want people to well that's that actually that's it. something that we should mention is that and that's why I was going on about my computer earlier is because I leave my computer at home because I'd rather engage with people in the real world. Well, that is uh, that is important because people can do great things together. I don't want to just say that, like, you know... Well, I suppose Lauren Hill's a great example of, what, like, if you're too alone. But that's why I want to really play this song, like... Um, Tell me about this song, Oliver. Well, this song is... <laughs> look, I promise to everyone listening that I won't play any more Lauren Hill-associated music after this. This is a song oh. from Fuji's from their first album... But I just, I really wanted to play the shout outs on that album because they're so positive. I know, I was going to say to you that maybe we should have done it and just said, look, we're doubling up. But we'll double dip Anxi team another time. Okay. This is, uh, yeah, I suppose that this just demonstrates like, I don't want people to think uh, that I got all kind of crazy because I was trying to be serious. But like, so yeah, we'll just go into this song. It's called Nappy Heads and it's so positive. It's positive, but what's the main message? Just just like sometimes you don't have to be alone and go crazy. Like don't always think about it as a positive. Get out there, hang out with some people, which I'll be doing in Liverpool while you're alone. But then you'll be zipping down for next week's show live in Liverpool. We'll be back together and we'll have a show at the Royal Standard. We'll be out of the isolation at the flat. Ah! And we'll be live in Liverpool. I loud and proud. Broadcasting to the world. Okay, Fuji's. Yo, Mona Lisa, could I get a date on Friday? And if you're busy, I wouldn't mind taking Saturday. Round of the Pussy Fuji coming around the way. Yeah, you're nappy. Yo, what's up? What you got there? I got some of that little cheeky cheeky. A cheeky cheeky, y'all. Well, I'm a Libra, y'all. Well, I'm a Libra, y'all. You want a battle swing? I bring commanding me like I was king. In all your dreams, I write the horror flicker Stephen King. Cling the forks on those in favor, say ah. I got tired of the fat lady, so I sing to my own opera. Balang, 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 to the man in Rakaz Island. If you live by the sun, you're going to die by the gun. Cause all guys tell lies and more girls commit sin. I was born in the code red, but now I'm chilling with a few good men. Assassination on the kid from the capital. I never played a soap opera, but now I'm in general hospital. Condition critical, spirit overrules the physical. So if I die, catch me at the funeral. I'll fly away, oh glory. With the mic in my hand to a land where only God knows me. And the angels write raps on holy paper. I said I'm looking for Jesus. He said take the escalator one flight up. It's guaranteed you'll be there. My sister be there, my mother be there. So Mona Lisa, could I get a date on Friday? And if you're busy, I wouldn't buy tickets Saturday. So I always got my breath Never had to battle with a bulletproof vest They call me cock weasel But I still keep a chest I don't wear Jerry girls Cause I'm not from the west No disrespect to the west True indeed I rock it to the east The east is the sea The sea to them days back Yo, sheep skits and hot tracks Peace to Mr. Magic Things are getting tragic Now we on some new stuff I never fit the Ku Klux My own clan is acting up I blame it on the Philly club What's your crew to do? Kids are acting ooh And it's getting better Yo, where's the corporate now? I'm Mr. Three-Piece suit Check the square boots, your bows, and timber boots. Nah, that's the surface. And know the woman thinks I got a head full of problems in the hand full of nappy roots. I feel it, Jones, coming down your wife. I got the slang to make the chitty bang bang, the ring dang, the dang, the nappy head bang. 
the slang to make your chitty bang bang. Your red dang dang dang, the nappy heads bang. Your Mona Lisa, could I get a date on Friday? And if you're busy, I wouldn't buy tickets Saturday.